right. I'm copywriting. Don't tell Eminem. But real life, I'm back and um, hello. It's been a while. I, I know it's been a while because I specifically remember talking about wanting to go see the Grateful Dead. And I didn't know if I was going to go or not. And oh my lord. I went and saw the Grateful Dead. And it was like a last minute thing. Took a friend of mine. And we just had such a good night. It was so much fun. It was life changing. Like, we were on the floor. And we were probably. I see I'm bad with distances, but. Mm, I mean, I don't know, I could see John Mayer the whole time, and of course, like, Bob Weir and the rest of the band, so yes, like, I could see the whole time, which was amazing. Um, Bill Walton of Celtics fame was there. He's a very tall man. He, uh, he walked behind me, and he, like, touched me on the shoulder and said, excuse me, so that was fun. Um, and I've always loved the dead, but now I feel like an official real-life deadhead, and I'm going to quit my job and live out of a van and um, follow Dead and Company around um, on their next tour. Just kidding, Mom. Um, that wasn't much of an intro, but I was just very excited to talk about seeing Dead and Company because it was just, it was so much fun. Um, but yes, welcome back to my podcast. Chaos as usual. Um, so it's been a while, and I, that was the only thing I remember talking about last, and I did it, and it just goes to show you that when you put things out in the universe, uh, you, they can happen, there's a greater potential of them happening. Like, if you write something down on a to-do list, it's out of your brain, and you're looking at it, and you're like, well, maybe I should take the garbage out. And I only say that because I always forget to take the garbage out. Um, maybe it's because my trash can's too big, I don't know. Uh, as you may be able to tell, this is just going to be, like, stream of consciousness from the last almost two months. Um, June was crazy. I barely even had time to breathe. Um, I'm definitely going to do a separate podcast discussing the disaster that was day one of EDC. It was an absolute disaster, so be on the lookout for that. Uh... Bonnaroo was amazing, it was so much fun, um, just better than we ever expected, uh, Ashley and I were discussing in the airport that nothing went wrong, like, literally, the whole weekend was perfect, our experience was great, like, the, the, the Bonnaroo deities were looking out for us the whole time, um, so much fun, such good music. And we basically won Best Dressed of the festival because we had several, several photographers asked to take our pictures. And, um, if anyone sees a picture of Ashley and I floating around on social media or in the universe, um, let us know because we have no clue who those people were. So maybe they were just creeps. I don't know. I didn't look at their credentials. They weren't wearing a press pass. Whatever. It's cool. Stream of consciousness. We're here. Um, let's see. I, I, I feel very feisty today. I'm feeling very, like, charged up, and, like, I was on the phone with my mom at lunch, and I was just like, and then this person did that, and can you believe this? And my mom was like, you are feisty today. And I said, yes, yes, I am. And I realized it was because there was a full moon on Saturday 
And full moons can bring high energy and high emotion. And so I went from very grumpy to very, like, feisty today. And, um, that explains it. Full moons. They're crazy. Watch out. They'll getcha. It's cool. Um, I really have been making a list of things I wanted to talk about. So I want to make sure I mention them, because I'm actually really bad at remembering things in the moment, and then I get done recording, and I'm like, well, shit, I wanted to talk about that. So the first thing on my list was obviously Dead and Company. Okay, this is going to be really all over the place. Um, recently, I have taken an interest in sparkling water, LaCroix, La LaCroix, whatever the hipsters call it these days. Um... I never used to like sparkling water. I thought it was disgusting. And then I um, went to a store recently, and they asked me if I wanted water. And I said, sure. And they they asked if I wanted still or sparkling. And in the heat of the moment, I was like, sure, I'll take sparkling. Was, okay, so I was at Louis Vuitton, and I was feeling bougie already, and I was like, why not? <laughs> why not be even more fake bougie, and get sparkling water. It's cool. So now I drink sparkling water. And if you follow me on Snapchat, um, you may have seen me ranking sparkling waters. So Dasani has a sparkling water, and I don't drink Dasani. I hate Dasani water because they add sodium and salt, which is the same thing, to their water. Why? Why? Why do you need to add salt to water? That's absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid. Yes, you need some salt, but if you're drinking as much water as you should be to stay hydrated, especially in Nevada, um, that, that salt's going to dehydrate you. So it's very counterintuitive. So it's a really terrible business scheme. I'm on to you, Dasani. And so I didn't want to buy the Dasani sparkling water because I know they put salt in their water and it's bad and I'm, you know... If I get something in my head that I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do it. I, I mean, I, pro, what am I, I protested Starbucks because they gave me a really shitty green latte. It was literally like, green tea latte, not green latte, green tea. They literally put, gave me a venti cup full of almond milk and a scoop of green tea powder on top and said, there you go, bitch. And I was like, mmm, not drinking Starbucks again. So that, the Starbucks fast lasted for about... I'd say a month until my only option was Starbucks, and in that case, just give me the give me the damn coffee. Um, I was going see. I do this all the time. Oh, Dasani, yeah. So I was at the store, and I was like, I need to try all the sparkling water because I've been so against it my entire life, and now in the last like three months, I had a revival, a renaissance. So they have this raspberry lemonade sparkling water, and I'm like. I can get on board with that. I like raspberry lemonade. So I get it. I try it. It wasn't that great. I think I gave it a 4 out of 10. Um, so Dasani Sparkling Water, I'm not a fan of. Uh, there is some, like, Spindrift at Trader Joe's. Getting better. I don't think the raspberry sparkling water is, like, for me. That's the flavor I tried. I don't think it's for me. So... I'm going to um, continue to explore. Oh, there goes my earring. Um, I'm going to continue exploring the sparkling water world. Um, I mean, I'm open to recommendations. I am just a little a little newbie to this world. First day of school over here. Um, we had the 
interesting milestone here in Las Vegas um, of legalization of marijuana. I haven't heard any horror stories yet. I know, I'm just as shocked as you are. <laughs> that was sarcasm. Um, so I guess we'll see how that goes. I have not ventured or purchased because I don't have money for that at this point in time. Um, I have other priorities at this point in time. But, I mean, if I do, I'll let you know. We can discuss. Or not. Who knows. Whatever. That was just a thing on my list. Um, and those are all the things on my list. But I have a bigger, broader topic to discuss. But first, I want to say that this chaotic everywhere podcast, which is a whole hell of a lot like a random conversation with me because this is usually how they work, um, the reason I needed to get this out first, like the first podcast back, was because my brother and I got a request on the Facebook page, which is the Notorious Neon. If you haven't liked it, please go like it. Um, we got a request to watch 13 Reasons Why on Netflix and have a discussion about it, um, in general, and basically how, like, high school bullying has changed from my time and, and his, and how social media has influenced that, and just kind of have a serious discussion about the whole show, um, so we're going to be recording that this weekend, I will be going to Idaho this weekend, and I didn't want that to be the first podcast I came back with, um, just because I don't, I, it's not that I don't like being serious, I just feel like I don't really want to be serious, but I do understand that people listen to me and, and respect what I have to say. And if you're, if you're getting your voice out there, I mean, sorry, I'm sniffling, but if you're getting your voice out there, you, <laughs> I think you need to be responsible with it as well. Um, and maybe, maybe that's just something different and we're, we're going to try it. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm actually, I don't know if it's okay to say I'm excited to have that discussion, but I'm very, I'm very I, I'm, I'm ready to have that discussion with my brother just because we watched it on Netflix separately because we don't live in the same state. So, um, we would watch it and then we made a rule that we were just going to take notes and we weren't going to, um, we weren't going to discuss it prior to the podcast and I haven't talked about it with anyone. Um, so that's going to be really my first, um, dive into discussing it. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what he thought of the show. Um, and I'm excited to get a different perspective on it because, you know, I am a girl who's out of high school and is out of that whole mindset. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Stay tuned for that. Um, I'm sure we'll also record a not so serious one just because how could we not? Or just like a comedic duo. Just like, I don't know. Sig not Siegfried and Roy. I don't know, you know, whatever. Comedic duos. See, I'm more of like a 
John Belushi, like, Ron White, um, Amy Schumer kind of person, not really the duo kind of person. Um, anyway, that's fine. So I really want to get to what, what kicked me into gear to record this podcast today, because ever since I got done with Bonnaroo and EDC, I've been sitting here saying, I need to do it, I need to record a podcast, I need to do this, it's something I haven't done, I've been blogging more consistently, um, but I need to, like, really do a podcast, because I knew this, um, this trip to hang out with my family was coming up, and my brother and I needed to talk about 13 Reasons Why, um, and I was like, okay, just put one out, just do it, just record, and I just couldn't get myself to do it. And I don't, it wasn't that I didn't want to do it, it wasn't that I didn't like it, it was, I just don't know, I just wasn't motivated. And then today, I get back into my office after lunch, and I'm sitting there, and like just doing my work, and I get up, I had printed something, I go over to the printer, and I smell it. It came back, I don't know which podcast I talked about it in, but the fucking fried chicken. The actual full-size, I don't know what I called it, full-size actual fried chicken came back. I smelled the smell, and I said, all right, it's time. I have I have to report on this because the fried chicken came back. Why are you sitting in a communal office eating an entire fried chicken? That's not healthy. No, it's not. And, like, if you're going to eat, like, I don't know about y'all, But when I go and have, like, one of those days where I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to get Cane's. I'm going to get Chick-fil-A. I'm going to be really bad. I'm going to get an entire pizza from Pizza Hut. Whatever. I like to make it like a Saturday and, like, shut all the blinds. Turn on a little Bravo. And just, like, sit on my couch and my sweats and just eat my food and pretend like the world doesn't exist. I don't want anyone to see me in that state. No, 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 no. Because that's just not, nope. Why are you eating an entire, full-size, Costco fried chicken in your office? Why are you doing, I'm, I just, you know what? If your office is your house, and you live by yourself, and you don't live in, like, an apartment complex building where you can smell the smells coming out of each other's apartments because you're that damn close to each other, I mean... If that's your office, still don't do it. If you live in a shack in the middle of nowhere and you want to eat an entire Costco fried chicken to yourself at your lunch break at work and you work from that tiny little shack with no one else, be my guest. If you work in the office right next to mine, you better shut that down real quick because I am not trying to smell an entire, people, an entire Costco fried chicken. I I don't understand people. I I try really hard to be compassionate and, like, tolerant of people, but sometimes, sometimes, I can't do it. Like, I always tell people. I tell my my friends that I know socially. And if I didn't know them, like, in college, I mean, I, I saw college and work as, like, kind of the same thing. When I was, like, in the library doing school, I was very much doing school. Like, you didn't, you didn't mess with me. Like, I was busy. When I'm at work these days, I tell people that don't know me in a work environment, I tell people, like, I am a bitch. I'm not very pleasant to deal with. I try really hard to, like, 
be courteous, but I'm, I'm, I'm usually very short. If, like, I just, I'm trying to work, you know, it doesn't, uh, yes, I might be, like, watching the housewives while I'm working, but guess what, I'm working, and, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have time for nonsense and bullshit, and stupid conversations, and just the whole, the whole thing, you know, I just don't have time for that. I don't have time for nonsense at work. Like, if you know me socially, I'm full of nonsense. Because I always say I give all my fucks in the office so I have none left over for my personal life. And what do you want me to do? I Sorry, not sorry? I don't know. So that's why I get so annoyed with certain people that I work with. Just, the fried chicken strikes back. That's what I wrote down, and I was like, all right, we got to do this tonight. This is the night. Tonight's the night that we make history. I think that's a stick song. Don't quote me on that. I know that's a song that my dad listens to. It might be sticks. It might be Boston. I don't think it's Boston. Maybe it's Kansas. I don't know. Someone tell me. Dad. Um. So I guess we have kicked off into... Today's edition of Cube Chronicles, like I said, all over the place. Not sorry, it's okay. I had to work on the 4th of July. If you know me, you know the 4th of July is one of my favorite holidays. Let me give you a rundown. St. Patrick's Day, 4th of July, Halloween. Those are my favorite holidays. Top three, right there. Closely followed by fight weekends and Christmas. So... I love the 4th of July. It's a time to celebrate America. I love America. I love country music, believe it or not. I'm a closet country music person. I love American flag clothes, even though my mother says that that's not okay to wear the American flag on your butt, but it's fine. Celebrate America. I love American beer. I love a Sam Adams. I still love a PBR. What are you going to do? I love, I don't know, American things. America. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> I really enjoy America Day. And I had to work on the 4th. And it was just really upsetting to me. I, uh, I think the entire country should shut down on America Day. I think we should close traffic to the Strip. I think we should create a giant slip and slide. I think that we should all do um, PBR beer bongs and barbecue and watch patriotic movies and line dance in cowboy boots and American flag shorts and maybe Dead and Company can play a concert. These are just my ideas and I just really think it's unfair that I had to work on America Day. And, like, 97% of the office was gone. Yes, yes, I am an adult, and I could have used a day to take off America Day. I, re I really considered it. But the thing is, when it's on a Tuesday, I, you either have to, you have to take off, if you want to celebrate the full weekend, then you have to take off Monday and Tuesday. But then if you want to go really crazy on America Day and get really patriotic, you have to take off Tuesday and Wednesday. And so it was just a lot of hassle. And I know a lot of my friends had 
Monday and Tuesday off because their companies liked them. It's fine. It's cool. Just, I hope you had fun. I hope you America the shit out of America. <laughs> Whatever that means. So I'm bitter. It's cool. Um, I'm a firm believer that in a year, here's the thing. Next America Day, I'm going to close my eyes and envision it right now. I envision myself, maybe shorter hair. I've been wanting shorter hair lately. I don't really know. Anyway, we'll see. America Day. I'm sitting on a high-quality, durable inner tube, sitting in a very calm river in the forest, thinking maybe the Sawtooth Mountains in Idaho or maybe even Montana. See myself holding, let's see, a PBR and a hot dog. And I'll be sitting in this river, and there will be dogs and people and maybe some country music, maybe a four-wheeler, maybe a horse. I'm just really, like, I'm, gonna, I'm sitting on the ground right now. I'm sitting in meditation pose, and we're really going to try, my eyes are closed, we're going to try and manifest this because I just really can't do another... Fourth of July in a cubicle. I can't do it. I won't do it. I'm going to storm out. I'm going to storm right back in so I don't... So I don't miss an important email. <laughs> um, that's my spiel on America Day. Fourth of July. Let freedom ring. You know what song I, I never... I hate this song every other day of the year except for the Fourth of July. The devil went down to Georgia. Because growing up in Idaho... We had our fireworks show, and it was called The Greatest Show in Idaho. I think it still is. And we could see it from our house, so we'd do our own fireworks, and then we'd sit in the front yard, and we'd turn on the radio to the radio station, and they would have, like, the narration of, the, like, like, whatever, like, sentimental, the stuff. The stuff. I'm real articulate. Good thing I'm on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> and... They would play Coming to America by Neil Diamond, and it was awesome and amazing. And then you would get into, like, the the twangy, spicy section of the fireworks, and they played The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And I used to hate that song, except on the 4th of July. And now, as an old woman, I really just, I really enjoy that song. But I just remember hating that song if it was on the radio any other, any other day of the year. And then, Jess, as a youth, she would just go crazy when that song came out on the 4th of July. I think it freaked me out a little bit. I think even back then I knew that I was in tune with another dimension. That sounds really crazy. I used to live in a haunted house. We can talk about that sometime. I have had weird experiences with supernatural things. We can talk about that. It's cool. I don't know if we've ever gotten into that. But yes, even then I knew. Um, so that's 4th of July. Is anyone still listening? Is anybody out there? I'm not going to sing the song. Um, who was it? Someone was like, you don't know who Pink Floyd is. And I said, yeah. Yeah, I do. Excuse me? Who do you think you're talking to? It was really funny, because when we were at Dead & Company, I think we were the youngest people there by about mm, 30 years. Had to have been 30. Well, in our section. So that was pretty funny. I made friends with a lot of, like, old stony men. Not in, like, a creepy way, but in, like, a, hey, like, my daughter's your age and she's a dumbass, but you're pretty cool. 
That's just how it went. I, I just make friends. I make friends, just like my dad. My dad, my dad, when my dad's out and about when he's working, he's an electrical contractor. We always say, like, the motto of his company is to make a friend. Because we could go to the grocery store, and Patricio strikes up a conversation with the guy in, like, the beer aisle, and then they're friends, and I come over, and I'm like, Dad, who is this? And he's like, oh, no, I just met him. And I'm like, okay, well, I see where I get it from. I have, I've been in stores and just, just started talking to people, and if I'm in the store with someone, and I meet, I'm making a friend, and the person I'm there with is like, do you know this person? I'm like, no, just met him. Uh, I am just really good at talking to people. Really good at talking. Maybe, maybe not talking eloquently or, like, intelligently. No, I am. I just, if I'm trying to be serious, like I said, if I'm trying to be serious, I can be serious. I'm just really not too concerned with trying to be serious. Like, I just got home from work. I'm waiting till it gets a little bit cooler to go out and run. And I'm just... Just living. L-I-V-I-N. I've not seen Dazed and Confused in so many years. One of my roommates lost that movie. I have the case, don't have the DVD. But I guess DVDs are outdated now. I, I've i officially become like that old lady who has a million like VHS tapes still and won't get rid of them. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. Mom. But... I have all the DVDs, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm actually, I'm actually packing to move my house right now, and don't worry, I'm not leaving Vegas, just moving to a different location, um, I'm packing my house, and I'm like, oh my gosh, gotta put the DVDs in the box, <laughs> and I've officially hit, like, old woman, like, I'm old, I, I might need to get a cat, there's been a cat living on my patio, and it was raining yesterday, and I opened the, the sliding glass patio door because, you know, I haven't opened it all summer. Because guess what? I live in Satan's asshole. It's that hot. And I open it, and the this cat just, like, runs, just scatters. And I'm like, um, you left your fur behind, so I don't know, like, do cats, like, shed like dogs do? And they just, they just leave it on my patio? Lots of, lots of important things going on down here in Vegas. <laughs> um, we are so off of Cube Chronicles, but I do have two more things that I wanted to touch on. Just, I don't, I, I'm really big on something we like to call social grace. And maybe, like, knowing when your coworker like, is not having a full-on sit-down conversation. You don't need to come and join a conversation if someone's just passing through, checking on whether, you know, this project is okay. I mean, just because you say, like, oh, I went to a barbecue this weekend, that doesn't mean, like, you can jump in from, like, your desk and talk all about, like, this new, like, hot dog recipe you found. It just... I just think it's very important to be, like, self-aware, and maybe I'm a little too self-aware, but at the same time, I don't care. I don't know. But I just think it's super important that if you're at work, you don't carry on, like, loud conversations about, like, 
hot dogs, or like your neighbor, or your ex-boyfriend, or topics that we just, some things the entire office is okay to know. Some things I don't want to hear about for a week straight. I don't want to hear your, about your breakup for, you know, a week. I don't want to hear about your neighbor. Like, like if I don't go to work to, like, make friends, if I make friends as a result of working, that's really cool. That has happened before, and it's been amazing. I love it. But I have my own friends. I don't go to work to find new friends. I go to work to get my job done, add to my resume, garner a paycheck so I can contribute to society, and climb up the corporate ladder, or, like, network so I can, like, jump to something else, you know? So, if I am at work and I don't really need to be your friend, why the fuck do you think I care about your neighbor? Like, if I don't really care about you, I'm not saying that to be a bitch or to be rude, I'm just saying, like, I care that you get, if I'm directly involved with you, if I'm working with you on a project, I really care that you get your part of the project done in a timely fashion so we can get it out the best it can be and get it out earlier than we need it to be. So it can not only be on time, but it can be early. Um, so that's what I care about. Obviously, if you're sick, like, I, I care. Like, I'm sorry you're sick, but I'm not going to, like, sit all day and have, like, like, a prayer circle for you. God, I sound so mean. I think the biggest thing for me is that work is super important to me, and I have a lot of, like, things that I want to do, and I have a lot of, like, I have vision boards and, like, goal lists, and, like, I have a lot of stuff going on in my head, and, you know, I'm 25. I'm not young. There's, like, kids that are, like, seven making YouTube channels and already have a million subscribers and, like, are set for life because they have a brand deal with Target. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, I'm 25 and I'm just barely, like, figuring out, like, where I want to go and who I want to be and all this shit. So it's, like, I already feel like I'm behind the game or the curve or the whatever and I just don't have time to be distracted by, like, an anecdote about hot dogs or your neighbor or ex-boyfriend, and it's like, like, the beauty of my current position is that when I'm done with the work required for that job, I can do whatever I want. I can watch Hulu, I can watch Netflix, I can, I can get on Facebook and complain for hours, even though I don't do that, because I hate that. But, see, I get on a podcast and do it. <laughs> but, the beauty of that is I can do whatever I want, so I can, you know, I can come up with things to say here, and I can come up with blogs, and I can, you know, do things that contribute to my life for the better, that will further my visions and goals and what have you. So, if you're talking to me about hot dogs, I really, that just really, like, zaps my creative, like, energy. It's like, you're, you're like, you're like taking like a bug zapper to my brain, which I don't want to do. I never want to be tasered. I don't, um, that's why I could never be a cop. If you, like, if you have to get tasered, like, thank you to all the cops out there, but I could never do that. I don't want to get tasered. I don't want to arrest people. I don't want to be a cop. <laughs> we started with the dead, and now we're here. Um, so I just think knowing your place in an office is huge. Um, 
Because you don't want to be that asshole that no one wants to deal with. But you also don't want to be that asshole that doesn't speak up and doesn't, like, is, is too scared to ask for help. And that's what I always say, like, when I, when I get job interviews, I say, well, I ask a lot of questions, and I don't really, like, like, I'm going to, like, like you will see me nonstop for the first, like, two months that I work here. Maybe not two. That was a little excessive. Probably, like, the first week that I'm in a new job, I'm like, okay, like, what do I do here? What do I do now? Where is the bathroom? Is there a coffee machine? What kind of coffee do you have? Um, so I, I guess what I'm getting at is I take work seriously. It's one of the few things I actually do take seriously. And people that treat it as a social hour, I just really don't, I, I don't like that. There's a time for socializing and there's a time for not socializing. And the people that I socialize with, um, I already have those people in my life. I'm, I mean, I'm open, I'm always open to meeting people. I just don't really want to take anyone, I don't want to have to go to work the next day, like, after I went out at a club and, like, got my groove on in, like, a little skirt and a crop top, and then I have to go to work the next day and say, hello, like, I saw you at Omnia last night. It's just not my jam. Like, keep the world separate, just keep them separate. And that's my opinion. Um, and then I think my biggest pet peeve, it actually happened to me today, I don't like it, it really bothers me, um, is don't treat me like an idiot. Like, especially if I'm older than you, I have such an age thing and I don't know why, but if I'm older than you, don't treat me like I'm an idiot. I had a situation where, okay, so we're learning like a new, I guess, skill at work, it's, I basically have to start doing like data and, like, analyzing numbers, and a lot of numbers, and a lot of data, or data. How do we say it? I don't know. It changes every day. But I don't like that kind of stuff. That's not my strong suit, and I'm a firm believer in, like, leaning into what you're good at, and, like, not wasting your time trying to understand things that you're bad at, you know? I mean, that's just how I feel, and I'm not good with that kind of stuff. I'm not good with data. I'm not good with statistics. I'm not good with, like, analyzing numbers, like, that does not excite me, it puts me to sleep, it's so boring, but I, it was like, the person that's helping me was like, oh, you remember that we did this, right, you remember that, like, we did this, and I said, yeah, of course I do, we did that on, like, Thursday, like, excuse me, like, I, I think I know what I did last week, I think I know where I saved a file, I think I, I think I know, I think I know, but thank you for looking out for poor idiot Jess because she doesn't know how to do this. And it's like, I love the quote by Albert Einstein that I can't exactly, maybe I can Google it. No, I can't do two things at once. This is not going to go well. Um, the quote, it's Albert Einstein about judging a fish. Okay, didn't Google it because I can't Google and talk at the same time. But that whole quote about if you judge a fish based on its ability to climb a tree, it'll spend its whole life thinking it's an idiot. That's what comes to mind, because I can do, like, creative things. I can do, like, writing the words and, like, putting the picture there and, like, talking to people. I'm so good at talking to people. Like, I can have a conversation, like, through an email, through an IM. I'm really good at, like, 
like thinking of what I'm going to say so it comes across as like strong but not pushy and I really know how to like get results through that like I can send an email that's basically like the actual wording is like hi we if we don't have this approval today this isn't going to go like we won't be able to send out your mail piece and make it sound like if you don't give me this approval I'm coming to your office and I'm stabbing you I'm good at being eloquent like that. And I feel like social people are really good at that. People that are good at, like, doing data and numbers and, like, the background kind of stuff aren't usually as eloquent and social. In my experience, there's always the exception. And so it's like, I already, like, struggle sitting in a cubicle all day not not talking to anyone. I don't want to sit in an Excel spreadsheet and look at numbers all day. Like, I really, really don't. Like I said, the benefit of my job is when I'm done, I can do whatever I want. So, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I don't know. Them bad boys. I've never seen that movie, but I've sung that song a lot. Not because I enjoy it, just because it's always in my head. Not always. I don't know why I said that. It's cool. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's been any other, like, really crazy, like, work things lately. I don't think so much. It's been pretty mellow. It's been not so crazy. You know, summer comes and everyone goes on vacation and it's a little bit quieter, so that's always nice. Um, yeah. So that's been my life in the last couple months. Saw the dead. I am still not over it. I am still not over it. If you haven't seen the documentary on Amazon, you can get it on Amazon Prime. It's, like, seven episodes about, um, like, the creation of the dead and just kind of, like, some history. And it's so good. It's so fascinating. And I'm just, I'm, I'm an official deadhead. I'm a part of a cult. And you can never make me leave. But that documentary is so good. Um, I think you have to have Prime to watch it. But sign up for the free trial and watch it and then get rid of it. I mean, don't we all do that? I've done that with Audible like seven times. It's cool. It's fine. (laughs) You just gotta work the system. So, I'm gonna try, let's see. I saw my parents and my brother again. Because they helped me look for a new place to live. Which we did successfully. So, that move is coming before the end of the summer. I'm excited for that. And then I went to Bonnaroo, and that was so much fun. Um, let's see. Later, a week later, I went to EDC, and that was a disaster. But then it got better. But then I left on Sunday before I knew Cascade was playing on, um... A stage, a moving stage, I think it moves. Um, I left without seeing Cascade because I had no idea who was playing. I got on my shuttle to go home, and th- the first thing I hear on the shuttle was, Oh my god, Cascade's playing a surprise set, and I just wanted to cry. Because I couldn't go back in. I don't think they were going to let me go back in, and I was just so upset, and I was just like, Why? But we're seeing Cascade. At Life is Beautiful in September, and I'm so excited. That'll be fun. Um, and then after all of that craziness, I just kind of have kept it mellow. I 
decided to stop drinking for about a month, so that's been good. Um, just to cleanse my body. Got more serious about marathon training. I'm still working on the whole waking up at 4 a.m. to run thing. Um, which will be, like, the story of my life for the next summer. The next summer, the next, the rest of the summer, the next month, I don't know. It probably really won't even get, like, cool until October. Um, but that's cool. I love Vegas, I really do. <laughs> Just don't love the heat. Um, let's see, what else? What did I do last weekend? Worked just on... You know what, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be very honest right now. You... Once all of June happened, well, all the first three weekends of June happened, and I kind of looked around at my house, I was just horrified. Like, there were suitcases everywhere, and clothes, and places, and piles of things, and you would not even imagine how hard it is to try and find one black shirt and a pile of black shirts when all you really wear is black shirts. Um, so I've had to, like, clean up and, like, try and get rid of stuff and, like, find boxes to pack all of my stuff in. I'm so done. I'm just, I've moved from the ages of, like, 18 until now. I think I've moved... I've moved, like, almost ten times in the last, I can't do math, yes I can, I can do math, what, like, seven years? Yeah, in the last, like, seven years I've moved, like, ten times, and, I mean, it's cool, it's fine, um, <laughs> so I've been doing that, I'm going to Idaho this weekend, I am, okay, I'm back, um, I don't even know, oh, I was recounting the last little while, um, so, yes, Moving, all the stuff, um, going to Idaho this weekend. Oh, okay. So, I finally got to hear Jay-Z's new album because that disaster of a streaming service called Tidal finally let it go to Apple Music. And I'm very excited about it. I need to listen to it again. But I love Jay-Z. Jay-Z was honestly the first rapper that I was really like, hey, I can do that. And then it was Eminem, and then I went to Biggie, and... There we go. We're off to the races on that one. Um, I had one more thing I was going to say. See, I don't know. That's fine. But I do know what I can tell you. Something I'm very excited for coming up in August. August 26th. If you know, you know. Um, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor are finally going to fight. And I am very excited. And it was funny how I found out. Because I had my... Um, notifications on Twitter turned off because I always turn off all my notifications, um, except for, like, text and call when I'm at a festival, just so I don't waste, like, battery and, like, um, like, service data, um, to get my notifications because I really just don't care when I'm at a festival, and so I had still had them turned off, and I had gone all day at work, and I got home, and I got on Instagram, the first thing I see is something Conor McGregor posted about it, and I freaked out, I was so excited, I was like, finally it's happening, um, it's gonna be interesting, it's been interesting to see that, um, the last time I checked, a lot of people were betting on McGregor, and I watched their first press conference today, um, and they were in LA, and it was a pretty, like, pro-McGregor press conference in terms of the audience, 
Um, I just think it's so funny when, like, the shit that they talk about each other, and you have, like, Conor McGregor with his, like, Irish accent, and, like, Floyd Mayweather is just, like, like, pissed as hell, or cool as hell, I don't know, I don't really understand Floyd Mayweather, um, then you have, like, Dana White, like, just so jacked, because he's, like, getting paid off of all this shit, and it's just insane, like, it's gonna be crazy, I know it's gonna be such a fun weekend to be in Vegas, the energy, just all the people that are gonna come to town, um, I'm not gonna go to the fight, I'm gonna, like, go out to, like, a sports bar on the Strip, pay their cover fee, and just hang out and drink and just have a good time, um, slightly contemplated having, like, a viewing party at my house, but I just don't want to be, I want to be out where, you know, it's acceptable to be loud, um, so I'm really excited for that, I think it's gonna, I'm just very, I think it's so funny, the whole thing to me is so funny, and it's ridiculous how much money is getting thrown around, and it's just, it's just going to be a very interesting fight. I, I honestly, I don't know who's going to take it. I really don't. Um, but like Conor McGregor said today, somebody's O's got to go. Uh, so I think it's, I'm just so excited. I don't know why I'm so excited. Like, I love a good fight. I love, I just love it because it's such like a primal instinct to just like fight people. I don't know. For me it is. I was always the person... Like, I got into a few fights in college. Like, <laughs> this is a funny story. So, when I was at school at the University of Utah, we were going to a Wu-Tang concert in the park. They did this thing, like, like the Twilight Summer Concert Series. And it was, like, five... It used to be free, but then it started being, like, $5 per ticket for, like, some pretty good acts. Like, I saw um, Band of Horses. I saw Modest Mouse. I saw... Um, MGMT, NOS, uh, just a lot of, like, cool acts, and so we all decided to go to Wu-Tang, and I remember, like, I go over to my friend's house, um, up by the school, and we're just, like, drinking, and, like, having a really good time, and, like, getting ready to go, and, like, a few of us were just, like, these little, like, <laughs> like, these white blonde girls going to a Wu-Tang concert, like, I was, I think my uncle called me aggressively beige, so thanks for that, uh, so we go to this show, and we're in line, and there's, like, two lines, and I don't know, like, and they're, like, there's that, like, metal barricade in the middle, and so I'm in the one, the line on the right with my friends, and then there's this girl in the line on the left, and I just, I didn't take out my, like, anger very well in college, because this girl is just pissing me off, she's just complaining about the line, and, like, I mean, we were kind of upset about the line, too, but the, the, the fact of the matter was, we got there late, we, if you wanted to get into the venue, the park, at a decent hour, you should have gotten there early, it's, like, rule number one of going to a concert, like, duh, are you kidding me, like, if I show up to a club at, like, 11.30, there's a really good chance I'm not gonna get in before midnight, you know, because guess what, the line, so get there on time, people. Um, so this girl's complaining, complaining, complaining. I have no idea who this girl is. And I had been drinking, and I just, I don't know exactly what I, I don't remember exactly what I said to, like, get her going. Um, maybe I told her to shut the fuck up. That might have been the thing that I said. Um, 
And then she, I don't know, I think she said some things back to me, and I just, like, I'm really good at, like, agitating people. Like, I really am good at, like, if someone's screaming at me, I would laugh in their face. See, this is terrible. I would laugh in their face. So this girl is, like, yelling, saying whatever she's saying to me. And so I just look at her, and I go, <laughs> I go, namaste, bitch. And she lunged over the barrier for me and, like, lunged at me. And so I had to, like, like punch at her to get her away from me. And, like, people had to, like, pull her off of me. And if it wasn't for that barrier, like, I would have been on the ground. I'm pretty sure she was, like, taller than me, too. So... I don't know, I used to really, like, I, like, I still want to take boxing classes, like, I don't know what it is, I just, I don't know, it's just, I think it's the Sagittarian in me, it's the Basque, it's the Spanish, it's the Irish, so, I love a good fight, I love a good fight that's been hyped, I love a good fight when there's a lot of shit talking involved, which, all of that goes against, like, my, like, like, meditation, and yoga, and zen, and, like, peace, and love, kind of, I guess I'm a very, like, yin and yang kind of person. Like, my my yin is very, very, very strong, but my yang is just as strong, maybe a little bit stronger. So, uh, needless to say, I'm very excited for the fight. I have no clue who I have my money on. I'm not going to bet on anyone because, <laughs> no thanks. No, I think I'm just going to buy a, buy a margarita instead. Um, so we'll see who you got your money on. You're potential money, your fake money. I think, I just think it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the press conferences play out, and I just am very excited for that weekend. It's going to be fun. It's going to be full of energy. Vegas is going to be on fire, and I, we'll see. Come, come to Vegas and put money into our economy. Because I really don't want to move anywhere else. I don't want to live anywhere else. I don't want to exist anywhere else. But I do want to travel. So, there's that. And, on that note, that's all I got for you today. I think my stream of consciousness has finally reached the the end of the river, the stream. Um, so, if you haven't already... Go like the Facebook page. Go subscribe to my blog, thenotoriousneon.com. Um, follow me on Instagram at thenotoriousneon, not the Notorious MMA, because that's Conor McGregor. <laughs> um, it was funny in the press conference today. They kept saying the Notorious Conor McGregor, and I was like, wait, Notorious Neon, Notorious Neon. Um, so go like all the things. I need to make it a bigger priority. I'm going to admit it right now. We're not on iTunes. I need to figure out how I can get my code working so that we can be on iTunes because iTunes keeps denying me because my code's invalid. I don't know. I'm going to ask my brother about it because he is very smart. So, website, subscribe, follow on SoundCloud, um, follow on Instagram, and follow on Facebook. Yeah. So, have a good week. We'll see you very shortly. Bye! Hello.